the city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zindane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 100. Voice of the Editor here. Welcome to episode 100 of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Thanks for listening thus far, and for putting up with our lockdown audio, which has got about six more episodes to run before we're back in person. At this point, you've heard 9 gig and 280 plus hours of all our voices. But we'd love to hear your voices. Tell us what you've liked, what you haven't, or just wave your arms and let us know where in the world you're listening from. Drop us a line in RPG MP3's comments section, or their Discord, or at sugarfueledgamers at gmail.com, and help power us through another 200 hours of Curse of the Crimson Throne with some feedback. If you're able to financially contribute to keeping the lights on, then please use RPG MP3's Patreon page to support these files staying available on the internet. If you're out of content, be sure to check out the rest of our Sugar Fuel Gamers podcasts. We've been around the world in 80 days, faced Cthulhuid horrors and raised kingdoms, there's a lot out there to hear. Thanks for listening thus far. We hope you enjoy the rest of Curse of the Crimson Throne. So, we ready? Everyone on roll 20? Yep. yep. Cool. In that case, we welcome was you... That a, was that our drum roll? That was your drum roll. <laughs> Woo! We welcome you to session 100 of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Woo! Yay! Yay! It's the desolation of Cindermore. This, this is a great bit. Wow. Oh, Elagos has got his, his pretty figurine now. Yep. Yeah, it's exciting. Elagos is a beautiful token. We all look great. At least before we were eaten by a giant worm, we looked great. God, Brave Elagos is right in front of the Cindermore as well. I think these are more just kind of random positions. As I recall, we need to roll to track it down. But first off, congratulations, guys. We reached session 100. Yay! Didn't Jared say this was the naked episode? Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't everybody naked? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, our cameras are on, but possibly subsequently. I'm totally naked under these clothes. <laughs> I I kind of feel like if it was going to be the naked episode, it should be you know warmer. <laughs> Very true. Just catching people up on where you are with your original characters and things. So, uh, basically, to to clarify what was happening with Crusidia and things like that, and the timeline and that, um, <clears throat> effectively. About two weeks after she was killed, she was first resurrected by Octavia. Um, so she'd been dead for two weeks, then finally up again. 
And by that point, you, the party, uh, have made it all the way into the Cinderlands and are basically starting to move through exploring it. Um, One, two, three, four. It is about four to five weeks after that that Nia Landis and co um, catch up with her. So what happened is about two weeks in your past, basically. Okay. Okay. So our current is now two weeks after that. So that's a lot of time for stuff to change. And you have spent um, you have spent that time largely in the harrowing for several days worth of it. Uh, um, rather, um, pissing around with the trial of totems and travelling back and forward to it and that sort of thing. And presumably also um, obtaining the um, streetway. Yes. And when we come in, it is uh, Toil Day the 8th of Sarinth. And you are basically... Uh, around the Acropolis, uh, dismissing people. I can't remember where we left off last week's one precisely. I don't think we left it anywhere compelling. We were, um, we'd said goodbye to people. We'd made some plans to encounter Cindermore and we were about to set, set off looking for him. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, given we... Mirror have... freed an assassin to start a brave new life as a bounty hunter. Yay. And we say goodbye to um, Count Seal, Shadow Count Seal. Yes, who took Which away his definitely husband. definitely not a vampire. Yeah, definitely not a vampire. <laughs> and has a full cast in his castle again after after we killed them. Given we have jumped to digitally, I've got the Cinderlands map in front of me. Are people happy for me to just arbitrarily pick your travel route from A to B? You know where you're going. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, one, two, three, because I've also got my random encounter chart here of stuff. Because I assume that we're going to be given an area to go to, and that somewhere in that area is where he is. Yes, indeed. Correct. It is in Hex G3. You know this. Okay. But we don't know where in Hex G3. No. no. Those we're are his hunting grounds. Him. Cool. So, uh, functionally, you guys travel for three days, and nothing of interest happens to you. You're free to have any manner of in-character conversations you desire, or simply poke the clock until it moves ahead. So, do we want to call anyone using the dream, or do we want to just leave it and encounter Cinderball? I think we should talk to people. Um, I think we should be at this point kind of interested in updating the Alandas. That's certainly we, something we would want to do. It might turn out a bit grimmer than we anticipate, but we don't yeah. know that. Um, yeah, I vote for me for Cinderella because it's going to be a giant boss fight, and if we do something else first, we're going to do half of a giant boss fight. What a great point. I vote with Meredith. Yep. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. Cool. So, you know, after we survive Cindermore, we can use the Dream Wand before we go to our next, whatever our next thing is. Yeah. Because hmm. I think that's heading back citywards at that point, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. And we can we say, like, next anyway, that's, that's my point. We can say, like, we called some people 
and we want extra time to call people because we would have called people while traveling. Yeah. All right, so we head into Hex G3 and begin looking for a giant worm. Yeah. I'm just going to um, go get my character sheet so I have access to my actual character sheet so I have my spells, um, but I'm not going to be a big help finding a giant worm, so other people make some survival checks. Like <clears throat> Ooh, um, I'll try to roll an assist. Okay, so effectively you are in... In insofar as your uh, largely untrained eyes can see, you are just kind of in another generic part of the Cinderlands. Um, and uh, yes, I will in fact take a survival check at this point, or or knowledge um, nature will give you other information. Um, I don't think anybody particularly. Um, I have knowledge nature. I have knowledge nature. I didn't roll well in it, but I didn't say that I was gonna. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everyone else rolled exactly the same as me. Yeah, I rolled a one. Oh, okay. oh so that's kind of that's cool. That's why it goes red. Ah, that's cool. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. So. Both of you look at the area and sort of go, well, I I mean, I guess you're moving into sort of a hilly bit of the Cinderlands. Um, you know, none of it really leaps out at you in any way. Uh, let's find Rescue Nakota, wherever he is, and see what he's got. Okay, I'm going to roll an assist. Oh, someone assists. So, I rolled a survival and a knowledge nature. I'm not sure if you got that, GM. Ah, yes, yes. I see your second one appearing. (laughs) Damn it, Cindermore's rolling a a survival. (laughs) Well, so far that's an 18 because I give an assist. Elagos, are you assisting or are you rolling a main roll? I'm rolling it. I just roll my own roll. I have a reasonable amount of survival. Okay, so... Loading, 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 loading. Uh, Okay, so... What people will notice about this area is that it is hotter than the rest of the Cinderlands. This is very much a... A sort of a more of a volcanic area. There is ash blowing routinely through the air. That's the thing. Whether that's because of Cindermore's presence, or whether causality goes the other way around and Cindermore is here because it's that sort of environment, they you do not know. Um, Can I ask a question, GM? Yes. Does anyone know what 140 degrees Fahrenheit actually looks like? Is that when you're standing in a fire or just when you're in the middle of the Sahara? I don't know anything about Fahrenheit. Well, that's... Yeah. 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 That's really hot. 60 degrees Celsius, so that's... um, It's mind-blowingly hot. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like people can, in fact, 
not suffer heat damage from standing in fire, but they still take fire damage from attacks because oh. we all have endure elements. That's a good description. Uh, 140 degrees Fahrenheit is what you cook a chicken at. What? So with what we've already got up, um, we can exist comfortably in conditions between minus 50 and 140 degrees Fahrenheit without making, having to make fortitude serves. Correct. Which may or may not come into thing when you're like walking through some fire. So the problem is, it, if if that's in your elements you're looking at, you resist the heat yeah. of the environment. You don't resist actually getting burnt by a fire. Ah, uh, okay. Because fire damage is a separate thing to heat. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it, if the thing was fire fire damage is a fire attack versus. Yeah, no, it's magic science is basically the answer. Uh, and for your for your general information, the Sahara is around forty five degrees Celsius when it's hot there. Yikes! We're doing so basically, the Cinderland sucks. <laughs> yeah, the Cinderland is actually not that hot. That's only that's yeah, that's down at a mere like 40, 38, 40 degrees Celsius. At this point, it's like stifling hot. Yes. <sighs> but that's but why... Because we have endure elements. Yeah, that's why everyone who isn't Garen has endure elements. <laughs> Garen would be feeling nice. <laughs> he feels it and he shakes it off as a free action. <laughs> Freaking Paladin's there. Garen's just closer to his target. Alright, does anybody have... Make it a summer home out here. Did anybody get any, have any luck actually finding this thing? No, so you were, you were pretty confident that you were in the right area, um, because Alagos and Nakota looking at it can pick up that there's a lot less other creatures around here, um, as if there is basically a large predator that lives in the area that is preying on them. There's environmental hazards, like your sort of, your volcanic area and that kind of thing, um, you do not see a gargantuan worm, nor do you, um, nor is Nakoda able to find tracks of a gargantuan worm or anything of that sort. So you're, you're quite confident you are in the right place, but finding it specifically is, um, somewhat up to your imaginations because your skills are not up to the task. Or you can just stand around and look tasty and see if it pops out and eats you. Well, I think the question is, we've tried to make checks and fail. What happens now? Do we randomly search and get to make checks again? Does a day pass and then we get to try again? Uh, Lucy, Lucy, are you able to get your raven to to fly around and have a look around? Oh, I guess. But uh, I can get Majenko to do the same. That's what I'm thinking. But they're not, um, it's not like a hawk. They're, they're not really creatures designed to fly really high and see things from that far away. Yeah, but they're gonna be more eyes. Does, um, flying around improve, um, looking for this thing? I don't know. Do people remember? Cause I, I can cast fly. Do people remember <laughs> what they were told about Cindermore? 
It's a worm and it's underground. Yep. Um, you told us a whole bunch of stuff about his stats and what kind of attacks he has and that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it no. It branches from beneath. Yeah, Meredith's got the, um, got it dead oh, right. Cool. As Alagos says, he blanches from beneath. You can fly around all you like, but that's not actually going to help you in any... Well, it will probably help you if a giant worm jumps out and tries to eat you, but it won't help you <laughs> see the worm that is not physically on the surface. So we need to look at the ground, basically, and roam around all over the place, seeing if he attacks us? Yeah, effectively, I am um, opening this up to anyone if they want to do it, if they have any clever thoughts, ideas, spells, etc., etc., Absent of that, you are very much just wandering in circles, waiting for a gigantic worm to pop up and start attacking you. I have no giant worm finding spells. <sighs> I'm looking, hold on. I got... Oh, yeah, look, look, I, I mean, I was what has. Detect thought might be useful, but... Um, it is highly close, intelligent. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's but an it kind of close range. range. It's not that far... It doesn't go very far. It's warning before it jumps on us, potentially. That is true. That but is you can't true. keep it up all the time. No. I mean, how long does it last? I can look it up. I want to say it's 10 minutes a level. Yeah, it's not that long. <laughs> I've got Wolverine. Hmm. Uh, less Lucy, one minute per level, so you can keep it up for ten minutes at a time, effectively. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which makes it largely useless at the sort of scale you're talking mm. about. You'll be here for That's hours right. at least wandering around in circles. I've got, I've got augury, divination, and locate object. Which I could locate the portal, but I wouldn't, I think that would be a bit cheap. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily know what you were looking for either. But I can, I can do augury or, um, uh, divination. The other thing is, is to be able to do locate object on the, um, the, the cas, the, the Casavon part. Yeah, but that's in another dimension, that's the problem. Well, is it in another dimension or is it inside of a inside of Cindermore in this dimension? The portal is inside Cindermore. The artifact is on the other side of the portal in another dimension. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I I would suggest that um, locate object is probably not going to find it on another plane of existence. Yeah. Um, it, and the option is totally there to just wander wander in circles, making loud noises and waiting for a giant worm to attack you, which will be very antithetical to Jack, but is a perfectly yeah. valid stratagem. Jack's going to be a nervous wreck. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions? Sorry? Like, perhaps his tribe told him not to do certain things because it attracts the Sendermore's attention more? Yeah, don't come here. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna do a divination. Yeah. It's better than nothing. It's gonna take us ten minutes to do, in which time it could ambush us, but it's better than wandering around. Well, I mean, keep in mind at this point you've wandered in. It's it's not like you just cross a magic threshold. We're on this side of the meter fence, it's Cindermore's hunting ground and on this side mm. it isn't. 
You've sort of wandered in, the terrain has changed, you've wandered in for an hour or so and then gone, okay, we haven't seen any sign of it, what do we do now? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, you need to roll me a percentile check. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Can be just as easy How as rolling to do that on here. I can roll, oh no, I've got, uh, I, I can go get my dice. D100. D100. Yeah, roll 1D100. Thank you. Um, plus one percent per cast. Ooh. And that is a fail. Sorry, guys. So, you uh, Elagos calls for Phrasma's aid here, and Ask something to the effect of, you know, where can where can the worm be found? But clearly, the Lady of Fate's knowledge of such things is always in motion. The worm's future is not set, for it too is in motion, hunting. Um, All right. Another gonna... idea is we get silver to make lots of loud noises. We wander around the. Um, <laughs> The um, Cinderlands hopping, dancing, yelling, and banging on saucepans. Per- perfectly valid. And yeah, really weird, my, my problem is, is I can I can do lots of thunder calls, but I can only do a certain number of thunder calls. No, just make loud noises. Yeah, just just like old fashioned way, just just old fashioned hard way. the We Are Delicious song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs> we are delicious. We're really yummy. Come and eat us, Jaguar. Can I just do a quick augury as to whether this idea is good or bad? <laughs> the main hey, um, noise idea? War would be my money. The problem is that's a good and a bad idea. <laughs> uh, you, you actually need to make another percentile check for this. For augury? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to... Take out the modifier. Yeah, just ro- you. You yeah, just, just roll, roll the percentile check. It's fine. And then um, it's seventy plus eleven is my thirty-four. Oh, uh, one moment. Uh, what level of character are you, Elagos? Eleven. Right. So, uh. The first one was still a fail. Uh, no, in fact, the first one is a success on the divination. Your chance of doing it correctly is 70% plus one per caster level, i.e. an 81% chance of success. Right. Um, and what you've rolled. So I just made it. What you've rolled on the dice is an 81. Oh. Okay, well that changes things. Cool, so you've added the plus eleven modifier, basically. Yeah, it was an accident because I I thought I was adding the the, the modifier to my dice, not yeah. the yeah 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 so, the thing I was hitting. So un augury, un untick whatever augury you've used because yeah. you don't need it. It's uh, mm. now irrelevant. Uh, so I I could concoct a it's good. I it means concoct. someone can have a protection from energy back. 
I could concoct a cryptic rhyme or omen or something here, um, mm. but you're basically just asking where can the worm be found at present. So yeah. effectively an answer that is, you know, to your west near to the stunted tree or whatever will basically answer what you need, won't it? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You receive an answer in that neighborhood and start trucking off that away. Sweet. Excellent. So, um, does that give me any idea about how long? Because my protection from energies lasts for one hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, actually, um, thinking about it, give me a, um, uh, you don't need to roll anything. Just tell me what the question is that you're asking. A uh, useful piece of advice in reply to a question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity, and I will give you some sort of cryptic riddle. Um, where can we find the worm, the the great Cindermore worm, purple worm? How far is it away? And how distant is it from us? Where is it? Is that too broad? No, no, that's... that's um... Uh, knowing Alagos, it would actually sound like, how far a further be yonder worm? Oh, I love, I love having, um, knowledge as one of my, um, Disciplines. Domains. Domains, yes, thank you. Oh. Yes, being knowledge was a discipline. I played that last campaign. Mm. I, this is, the GM is just thinking, so feel free to talk amongst yourselves. Uh, so one question is, um, Relative to what I previously said, um, I think I'm going to save the neut- both neutralized poisons until people get poisoned. Good uh, yeah. Uh, but I have two. I have one protection from energy for myself, and two protection from energies from other people. Um, I, and then we also had Lucy's one. Yeah, I have resist energy, which is a bit of a lesser one. Yeah. Um, but I can cast this six times. And um, I have protection from energy. You have I have protection from energy as well? Yeah, I have one. So I can protect myself. Okay, well that means I only need... So that means only one person is going to have to have... So Lucy can protect herself and one other person, and you, oh no, you can protect, Alagos can protect, Lucy and I can protect ourselves, and Alagos can protect Garen and Silver and himself. Yep, that works. Yeah. So, like, Lucy can protect herself and then cast Charm Monster, and, um, Alagos can cast, um, protection from fire on Garen. And then Garen can throw himself into the more of a giant So, um, for those doing the protection from energy, it's, um, it's, um, it's gonna absorb 120 points of fire damage for 
an hour and 50 minutes. So once we see the womb, we should cast the spell. Yeah. yeah. That's my well, I'd like to cast it, like, slightly before. <laughs> Very <laughs> slightly before we will see the worm. Yeah, that's that's why I'm waiting on the divination result. Okay. Uh, which I'm I, happy I passed, though. Which I which have is... for you here. Yay. Uh, oh, are you going to post it on the Discord? Yes. Oh, and roll 20 will do fine. Uh, so, Elagos, you reach out and seek Phrasma's wisdom, and um, the the typical route with this is you you are still in possession of yourself, but you feel Saren Rice, uh, Rice, excuse me, you feel Phrasma's voice also speaking through you. Mm-hmm. That of a woman that is fluctuates wildly between young and old great rapidity mm-hmm. and you hear and Elibus says whither doth the worm whither doth the worm lie and how might this problem be faced or something to that effect mm-hmm. and you get west to field four hours horse pace neath where Sarenrai's tears have oft fell from grace I can't see it in this tiny ass box hunger sated the worm doth rest Enough tremors will see you suddenly pressed. How tremors? That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so yeah. Saren, Saren Rai's tears is a thing that people know, um, which I don't expect remotely expect the players to uh, have remembered. Um, they are effectively big giant globs of molten basset that's been spat up into the air and landed so effectively you're looking for an area that's uh, dead magma effectively you know where a bunch of volcanic rock has landed that will provide you some sort of landmark to operate off well done Elagos this is going to be very useful yay so we get on our horses and find uh, and ride four hours west yep yep and this is the kind of thing that, with this in mind, Elagos mm. and Dakota now look at it and think, hmm, yeah, um, like looking under somewhere that's particularly warm, like where molten basalt has fallen or something like that, that would make a lot of sense. Ah. You know, and, if, and in theory, if we were master survivalists, we could do it without um, needing to consult the gods, but in keeping with our theme, Elagos is the magic man for the all-magic party, so... But the running gag, Meredith, is, is overcomplicated magical solutions to problems. I remember how we crossed the river. Yes, yes, that's true. What you don't know is we've been doing this for years. Years and years <laughs> and years now. Okay, so uh, you basically ride your horses, ding da ding da ding ding and off in the distance, Elagos can see the sort of broad area that you are talking about, um... What he's looking at is several hundred meters square worth of what looks vaguely like glassy rock, um, with a lot of dust and soil and tiny scraps of tiny scraps of small crumbled rock laid across it. And the divination effect we see Cindermore is under there somewhere. So at this point, you can see the general area. Um, nice. You can. 
depending on what your what sort of length your preparations are going to run to, you can make them or not. Hmm. So we could all cast protection from fire and resist fire style spells, and then um, this might be a good time to actually break out a thunder call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to suggest um, when we when we go to summon it, I could do a thunder call. Makes sense. And if anyone can cast sound burst, now might be the time. I can't. Oh, Silver can. I, I prioritized other stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, because you know where you're going, you can somewhat control this encounter, but not necessarily entirely. Um, No, I, I have given you this information in the form of a complicated divination, so I'm going to stop telling you what to do now. So, I propose that we cast protection from fire and resist fire spells on ourselves, mm-hmm. and then start making a lot of noise. What do people think? Sure, I think, um, I think casting, uh, casting things into the ground is probably a good idea, like, um, I could sound burst or whatever if anybody has yeah thunder calling like thunder call into the ground. I could so try detect thing. thought because I do I do um I can detect something that's like sixty feet I think was it sixty feet yeah sixty feet yeah that pro- that's probably a good idea yeah yeah so what about Lucy starts by detecting thoughts then yeah I'll I'll, I'll start with that and see how I go because um, uh, if I can. Like catch it within sixty feet, that would be kind of good. Cool. Uh, so, are people proceeding into this glassy volcanic area to do this, or uh, yeah. hanging out? Yeah, I think it? we we to begin with, we walk into the area where we think it is. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, is Nakota going to come with us? Sorry, that was a few too many at once. Can I have that again from Susan? Uh, what's Nakoda doing? Good question. Uh, he, so as you start to head, not even all that close to the glass, as you head within sight of the area you were looking for, he says, "So, you're you're really going to try and do this? Then you're you're going to try and do what? Um, oh God, you'd think I'd know the name. Familiarize the flame. Yes." Um, Going to try and do what Shaman Isaflame did, dive into Cindermore's mouth and come out alive at the other side. That's the plan. Shaunt, I've tried this. Uh, it, some, some have made it. I never quite had the courage, but then I'm, I'm no hero like you. But if you can pull this off, the, the Skelkoir will be very impressed. Uh, Thousand Bones will likely believe your word, but if I stand back and make sure I've got a very good view of this, then I'll be able to tell them very truthfully what I saw. That sounds helpful, but we'll need you to stay far enough back that he doesn't attack you. Believe and me, that's my plan. I can keep, keep my, I can keep the horses if people desire, or if you want to ride them in so you can get away quickly. I understand that too. 
I think we should leave the horses with you, definitely. Yeah, that's true. Because we want to have them to ride away on afterwards if we survive. Yeah. So that's what Nakoda's doing. Cool. He's way the hell over there, the horses. Like, it's it's not going to be hard for him to see the gigantic worm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So people are protection from fire, energy, etc., etc. Um, I think Luke, we were starting with Lucy. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna start with um, detect food. Yep. Yeah. So from the edge of the area, detect thought does not pick anything up. Okay. There so is we nothing move, thinking um, within 60 feet of you that isn't you guys and your horses and everything else. So I'll, I'll keep it up as I walk in yep. with the group. <laughs> and I'll, I'll have it up for, um, I guess, the duration of um, the spell. Makes sense. Yeah. So we'll roam around a bit and see if that gives yeah. us any handle on the worm's location. And people... Just in the Sort of area. People have got their um, protection from energies and things up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. details yeah. for the protections that we've got up. Actually, um, does anyone else need um, resist fire? I have that don't up have for any myself. Resistances. So if anyone's got their spells, they can chuck it and they'll be grateful. No, no the thing was, um, Lucy is doing herself. Yeah. Um, and Jack is doing herself. Yeah. I'm doing myself and Silver and Garen. So you all have protection uh, and from fire up except we all have protection from fire up except Lucy who's got resist. Yeah. And I told you it's lasts for an hour and fifty minutes and it will absorb up to hundred and twenty points of fire damage. Yeah. So I think we should wander around for a little bit, like, say, 10, 20 minutes with Lucy's spell. And if that's yeah. if, if we haven't found anything that way, we should start making some noise. That's okay. right. Okay. Uh, and you're also neutralizing poison, Meredith, or no? I decided to save it for when people get poisoned. Cool, cool. Makes a certain kind of logic. Because then she knows who to cast it off. Yeah. Okay. So, Lucy, can yeah. you give me a luck check, a straight d20 roll? Oh, okay. D20. You can just put on the dot. Yeah, yep, there we go. That's our beverage. Sure. Uh, this area is not enormous. It's going to, t- it's, it's not going to take you hours to surveil the whole thing, but it's going to take you more than 10 minutes, kind of thing. So detect thoughts comes and goes, and you do not detect Cindermore. Okay. Um. So Silver in the chunk you have presently done. Can you try thunder calling the ground? Absolutely. <laughs> when it comes time for a for a class to make noise, we turn to our bard. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically the thunder-calling bar, the one that's yeah. specifically there to make as much noise as humanly possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, it wasn't so great in the um, in the last adventure, but it's useful in this one. 
What do you mean by last adventure? Where we were all being sneaky and quiet? Oh, last, last mission. Last mission. Yes. So were you trying to uh, throw this out in front of you, Silver? Are you adding to it by jumping and stamping on the spot and singing loudly and all the rest of it? or just? Yeah, I'm doing the whole shebang. I'm putting on a performance. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to roll a perform thing loud? Uh, everybody feel free to put yourselves on the map, whether you like. Okay. And whereabouts is the... Can anybody uh, move the Raycon? Nope. Uh, oh. I obviously um, need to set them to people. Uh, this represents Jack. Yeah, yeah, I can move Jack. I think we should go into a circle and then, like, try and make the noise kind of so he summons himself. I have two the icons. Nice. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You have a, a sketch version and a non-sketch version. You can use one as a mirror image. <laughs> I'll let the rest of you position yourself and then I'll put me in. Well, we're yeah, I'm positioning myself project. like away from the person who's thundering into the ground. Oh my gosh, there's multiple. Well, there's Silver, so let's position ourselves around Silver. Like I'm skulking off to the side. We don't want to be too close because we don't get... Friggin I think we, we gotta kind of stand apart because is, okay. is that where you're standing, Elagos? Well, I don't want to be too close to. Um, he's he's to a wizard. He has long range spells. Yeah. Okay, there we go. That's where we're standing. Yeah. Okay, just doing clever shit here. Clever shit that isn't working. One moment. Copy. Look, it's a thunder call. Ooh. Yay! Where's it going, Silver? Uh, do we want to put it? Do we want to put it up or down? Away from me. Somewhere away from me. What about I move back a bit and you put it down here? Yeah, sure. Down, down, um, uh, so the bottom down left here. You. Yeah, there. Do yeah. it there. Okay. Cause like, I'm gonna be stamping, so I'm gonna be really, I'm gonna be worse and the more gets summoned anyway, so. Okay. So, Silver, can you give yeah. me a performance check? Ooh, yes I can. Because this is literally how loud can you make yourself the centre of attention. Um, and can everyone else give me a move silently check? Okay, so this is going to be a plus, this is going to be a perform at plus two because I've got a synergy bonus with my singing and dancing and stuff. Sure, it's then adding another ten to it for the gigantic boom you've just put off in front of you. Okay. So you can always just make your check and then add the, um, Bonus manually. Why are you stealthing, Karen? You're in full plates. And yet I can stealth. <laughs> Why is everyone stealthing? <laughs> the just called for the rest of us to stealth. Yes, yeah. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. sorry. I was busy performing and being loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah That's loud. Okay, so that was a 39 plus 10. Yeah, I'm not calling for a stealth check from Silver because the impression I get is that you're not <laughs> trying to be stealthy in any way. <laughs> no. Okay, so Silver gets a 49. Yeah. This, the, sorry about the echo. I summon a, a big giant worm. 
This is the <laughs> Please tell me I'm sorry. And, and did that fix the echo? Not sure. Okay. Is there something else, Helen? D, D, D. Can't hear an echo. Cool. Natural 20 on my performance. Lucy, have, are you still detecting thoughts, or have you given it up after one? Um, I have given it up after that once. Cool. So. Okay, that being the case, uh, one moment. I think I rolled a natural 20 on that performance check, so if nice. that's something. Well, it is green, so... Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, I, I can't tell. My screen doesn't make it that much of a different colour. Well, if you hover over the number, it'll show you what you rolled. I did roll a natural 20, yes. Uh, everybody needs to give me a perception check that is going to be just fucking horrible. Um, trying to hear That's things through the ground. That's why we brought Elegos. I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay, Elegos. This is actually a one. I yeah, he rolled a one and got way more than everyone else did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay, so... I'm rolling a 21 while rolling a 1. Yeah, I've got almost like I have 20 perception. <laughs> I have 20 stealth. Yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah, although in all fairness, four, four, four of that's a bonus for being tiny. Yeah. Okay. It all counts. So you were not expecting to see anything much here, because your presumption is that Cindermore is under you, so it's very much about what you're listening for, feeling... Put my, put my pointy ear to the ground. Yeah, feeling the vibration. thus he rolls a three. Now, Cindermore is a gigantic worm, and thus has a minus seven to its move silently at stealth. Um, <laughs> on the other hand, you are having to listen through multiple layers of hard-packed earth and rock, which is where the hard difficulty comes in. I think it's more like my very finely tuned senses are being completely drowned out by the fucking <laughs> 37 yeah. hard noise. Yeah, you're, you've got to be <laughs> the ground trying to listen for tremors, and all you can hear is boom, and I am so great. I am yeah. so great. <laughs> In all fairness, that was a really awesome loud... No one can be louder than that. That was a nearly a 50. You asked me to go go full out loud. I went full out loud. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> no one says loudest, yes, Tom. Algos, you were listening carefully and feeling at the earth, and you don't sense anything. And you don't sense anything. And then you can feel it, the rumbling beneath you, the sort of of something burrowing through the earth. You have one round before Cindermore emerges, and only you. Wow. Uh, I'm going to cast Spectral Hand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, are we all rolling our initiatives? Um, And I I scream... um, What would you say? Um, Fuck it. Oh, there it comes! So, for initiative... So you don't scream, I, I, a Cinderwar. <laughs> no. Is that, a, is that a reference? It's a Tolkien reference. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I, a Belrog has come. Yeah, that, that would also work. I, I haven't read that book for a long time. 
Hey, look, I rolled initiative and it put me in the tracker. How cool is what that? Is I, I, oh. I my initiative and it wouldn't put me in. Did you click on the initiative on the character sheet? Yeah. Well, it's not letting me do it. Oh, it put me in? No one loves silver is, is the message here. <laughs> initiative. Where yep. Come on. Alagos is the net. It didn't really put us in turn order. Maybe we're supposed to go down to, down, down to up. Yeah, that's weird. Charge. Who knows? Oh, there it is. Hmm. Interesting. Is it popping up that I've rolled initiative? It's in the bar, but it's not in the box. Hmm. Okay, I think Jared might have to manually add me. Yeah, yeah. Or you can... I'm still endeavouring to work out how to. And Garin didn't get put in either, as well as... Oh, no, Elagos is in there. Yeah, did you guys click on the initiative box in your character sheet? Oh, we wanted to send the result of this roll to the turn tracker, but Nolt Hulkin was selected. Yeah. Yeah. So if people had waited to hear the instruction, it's select your token and then roll for a run initiative. Uh, I didn't select my token. Well, it was already selected. Yeah. Okay. There. <laughs> okay. Let's try again then. For some reason, I have my name up as well. He's <laughs> token selected. I've lost I one hit point from casting spectral hand. There we go. Yeah. It's okay. It happens. See if I can get Meredith's fancy ass. What was that about my fancy ass? I hope it was complimentary. <laughs> Your ass is magnificent, but in this speci- in this specific case, I'm talking about um, how to get the advanced dice roller to work. Uh, oh, what are you after? That's all right. I think I've. Yeah, the the trap is. Um, clicking on any of the things, the little dice icons, you gotta go below that and ignore it. Now, how do I add someone else to turn order? Oh, do we have a question mark, question mark, question mark? No, I'm trying to put Cindermore in initiative. Alright. Here we are. Add turn for our friend Cindermore. Oh, good, it's slow. In theory, I can load up the monster stats, but, um, you know, in practice, I haven't. All right, mm-hmm. so I imagine mm-hmm. Silver will safely kick his ass in the initiative, so that's pretty much that. Sweet. Cool, so Elagos, you basically hear rumble, 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 rumble from sense the rumbling and go, it's coming, spectral hand. Yeah. Um, then we effectively go into regular initiative, Alagos shouts it's coming. Nothing is obvious to people yet. The token is just lurking off to the side. It's not actually anywhere on the map yet. And going down in turn order, which I will just see if I can uh, make do things. There we are. Going down in turn order, it is Alagos again. Awesome. Um, I'm going to... 
Just gonna check something. Hold on, I'm just checking a component. One second. Okay, so from out of a pocket in his um, robes, um, Alagos pulls out a little, um, I don't know if you guys will see it from this far away, but for the sake of uh, the camera, Alagos pulls up a little, um, a little um, chrysalis, like a, a kind of um, sort of several inches long, um, sort of translucent um, sort of butterfly chrysalis that's hatched and empty and kind of a bit desiccated. And then he um, he blows kind of on the chrysalis, and um, then there's a kind of <laughs> as Alagos turns into a huge white wyvern. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. He killed the dragon and took its strength for his own. And heals one hit point. <laughs> because he followed him off. And I see we actually have a wyvern there. Woo! <laughs> nice. <laughs> An Elios worm. Yeah. Okay, Garen. Okay, so the point is not to kill it. <laughs> Once you don't know well, what I could still do, I can do a bard song called Fascinate, where if we're not in combat, I can fascinate the creature. Well, it hasn't breached it. yet. It's going to breach on its turn. Yeah. So yeah, this is our prep. Do, just hold your action. Yeah. Holding action. Okay, so Lucy... Um, I'm just looking up the range on the charm monster, um, cause that's what I wanted to Um, so that is, okay, the spell description says it's the same as charm person, so I have to now look up charm person. Alright, um, I'm, um, removing Alagos off to the side of the map, and you should in theory be able to drive the close around. It is Wait. correctly sized, it's a huge creature. Yep, huge dragon, yep. Then that is working as intended. Yay. So, so range is 50 feet, so are we gonna, but we don't know how, where it's gonna pop out, right? No, exactly. Although my theory is near where Silver, um, made the last yeah. so for Jack's turn, Jack skulked sort of closer, but also over to yeah. the side. So one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm about, so one square is five feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um fifty feet is quite a I, I think I'm still in range to, from the silvers anyway. <laughs> so I'm just gonna stay put. Cool. Okay. And that's just me. Cool. Ready cool. Myself. You wanna just hold action wait to see what the worm does? Yeah. Well if you have a buff or anything, you have time to cast it. Susan? Yeah? What do you want to do? Uh, well, I don't think I can fascinate anymore now that Elagos is a giant dragon beast. Because I think it's going to take Elagos' presence as being an attack. 
Is that correct? So it's coming out of the ground to eat us. Yeah, I thought that was your intended aim. Did I misunderstand? No, we're trying to attack it. Or at least engage, get it to swallow us, engage in combat with it. Fascinates great tactic. Okay, that's, that's cool then. I guess I'm holding action with my totem spear out. Cool. Okay, it's the worm's turn. So silver, uh, effectively. It doesn't inspire courage, uh, music. Okay, um, silver's contemplating. Well, he's contemplating. Cindermore will go. Yep. Then we get to find out where it comes out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's scary. It's gonna get the player's handbook. It's easy to use player's handbook on the um, the online resources. Helen. Okay, there's an ominous triangle. Has anyone worked out how to rotate these things yet? Has the triangle straight over over silver. My ears the one making the noise. Yeah, I know. I'm the party, and he wants to join the party. Okay. Oh. So, seemingly unerringly, Cindermore pops out behind you guys somewhat. Um, there is. In the last few seconds, everybody can feel the rumble of the ground, and then there is a as several dozen meters of enormous purple worm caked with what looks like lava etched across its skin bursts out of the ground and goes up, rearing down on everyone. Um... And then will open its mouth. And it leans its head down and just goes... And sprays this gigantic cone of fire out that takes in Silver and Lucy. Ooh, ouch. And you may both make me reflex saves. Reflex, reflex. Reflex. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> cool. So this fire comes out with stunning swiftness and speed, and neither of you are quick enough to evade it. Really? Yep. Sure. Okay. And you both take 28 points of fire damage, which then gets suppressed or protected or whatever it is that you're using. Oh, yeah. So, so it's under 30, so you take no damage. So yeah. you note down that you've just lost 28 off your 120. Yeah. So Cindermore bursts up and goes, <laughs> and sprays with fire. And that was fortunate. pulls back sort of, swaying slightly in the air. It's hard to say the worm is watching you because it doesn't seem to have any eyes, but it's there's definitely an air of mm, coming off it. Like They're, they're not on fire because the fire obviously just spills off you without really doing anything. And then we are back around to um, 
Elgosford. Unless Silver wants to go off hold at this point, if not, he just goes to the top of initiative and. Wait a second, I'm just trying to figure out how to. Oh, you're on Elgos. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm going to use my standard action to cast Divine Power. And I'm going to take to the air. So the Wyvern hulks out. Yes. Uh, So, um... This is pretty badass. Lady of the Sepulchers, protect me from this foul worm. And it launches itself into the air. And moves kind of above the worm. Yep. You should be able to drive him. Yeah. But I don't know how to like. Maybe just put him above, like, like a bit higher. No, no, yeah. it's, it's it's fine. I've I've got that under control. Uh, how high up are you, Elagos? How high do you ascend? Um, so I've got 150 feet of flight movement. Yep. Um, so I just kind of want to be above the worm so I can engage with it and strike with it, but kind of in the air above with it so I can kind of dodge its attack. So I don't know how high it is or how big it is or how much that would be, but I assume I can get that sort of range. Yeah, easily. What what you can't do is um, be out of its reach and still be able to reach it yourself because it's bigger than you are. No, I get it. I'm trying to... Um, Effectively distracted right now. Cool. Uh, do you have listed on your sheet how well you fly? Uh, yes. Uh, fly 150 feet average. Thing about that, but I can't remember what it is. Um, uh, Casting divine favor was a standard action. Yep. Yep. So I was using my move action. Uh, right. So the one thing that is um, probably of important note to you is that you cannot stop in mid-air, so you cannot remain suspended while you are flying. You I do have to... hover. You do have hover? Yes, I have cool. hover. In which case, you can, in fact, hover. Yep. Cool. Average maneuverability does not enable you to hover, but if you can hover, then obviously you can hover. Yep, cool. I have hover. Answers that. So it cool. doesn't really matter how far up That's my turn. Cool. Cool. Garen, or Silver, are you ready, Silver? Well, I was trying to be ready before. Um, Jared, um, would Cindermore speak Infernal? Uh, you cannot imagine any fathomable reason why he would, no. Why he wouldn't or would? Why he would. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's not a devil in any way, shape, or form. Ignan, sorry. Uh, the fire language? Ignan? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I got the wrong eye language. Uh, very, yeah, that that one would make a great deal more sense. Whether or not it could speak yeah. it might be up for debate, but it could probably understand it. Okay. Um, what Sylvia's going to do is Sylvia's going to tell an absolutely freaking hilarious joke. And Eggman. I see. 
That's that's terrible. Are you trying to get it to open its mouth? Yes, you are. Cast hideous laughter on it. Yes. You should feel better. I was trying to find it. There are negatives you take if the creature is incapable of understanding your sort of humour. Yeah, yeah, that's it, the thing. It, it, if, it, if, it if it doesn't understand the language because it doesn't translate ro- wrong, doesn't doesn't translate well, it'll get a plus four saving throw, which is why I'm going to speak Igma. Yeah, yeah, if it's a creature whose type is different to yours, which it is anyway... Because yeah. it's a gigantic purple worm, but yeah, that's that's a perfectly valid use of an action. Is that what yeah? You're going so two fire elementals walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 a venture falls into his mouth. It's hilarious. Um, so <clears throat> you need to do a saving throw against that. Yep. Well, saving throw. Um, well, I feel dumb of having heard that. So. <laughs> Uh, a, 12, a 12 will almost certainly fail. No, the joke. The joke is terrible, as well it should be. <laughs> so a 12 yeah, so, will probably safely fail there. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Okay, so we have a laughing worm of fire. So what's the description on what Tasha's hideous laughter actually does? Uh, the worm okay. is prone, so it's basically lying on the ground thrashing. Yeah. Oh, wow. And producing less any sort of gurgling noises and more the ground is shaking with this sort of brrr, 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 <laughs> as the word vibrates. <laughs> I feel that you've lent Cindermore the majesty due to the ancient guardian of the Shawante people. Yeah. Wow. You said they'd be offended if we killed him. We're not killing him. That's yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing is I'm not killing him. So basically he fought prone and can't take any any actions. Yep. It's not considered helpless, however, so we can't cutigrow it, but yeah, we were trying to anyway. Nope. Yeah. Uh-huh. One, it's one round per level, um, and I'm a level 11, so that's 11 rounds. Cool. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Cool. So, okay, we have a laughing worm. At, <laughs> at which point nice. we can probably drop out of initiative somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Because you've now got 11 rounds worth to do as you please with this. What do you want to do? So I want to go up to its mouth and examine its mouth and see if there's, like, anything flashing white in its mouth itself. Based on the riddle, I wasn't certain if we needed to get something out of its mouth or be swallowed by it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to aid you in that by holding its mouth open with my talons. Because it's laughing hysterically, so I'm assuming its mouth is open. Uh, that's not actually necessarily true. Oh, okay, then that's very helpful, Giant Wyvern, thank you. (laughs) Giant Wyvern, could you give me a grapple check, please, as Cindermore is still capable of resisting this, if not escaping from it? Yes. Holy shit! Jesus. Damn! That's quite the grapple check for Cindermore. Ugh. Everywhere! Holy crap! It's a very big wyvern. Wyvern just rolled a 47 grapple. Yeah, that's the wyvern. Cindermore is rolling a 41 grapple. Ha! Ah! Wow! Rolled one. 
I think this is a situation where the wyvern is more effective than the, you know, untamed majesty of El- Elagos's mighty biceps. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, Elagos is trying, trying to explain to us he's just a frail old elf. We don't believe him. <laughs> well, he's just a frail old elf when he's not turning himself into a wyvern. Mm-hmm. So the wyvern basically... Like the, the wyvern basically lands on the back of Cindermore's neck, reaches round with its sort of claws and goes... <laughs> and stretches the mouth open. Yeah. He, he rolled a 20, but the the, um, the worm rolled a natural one. Yes. Yeah, that's the only reason I succeeded. Yeah, the worm has a plus 40 to grapple. Yeah, Man. that's... Yeah. Well... Jeez. So, what do I see inside its mouth as Elagos prizes its mouth open? Okay. Um, <coughs> so... Technically, you have time for this because there are several rounds going by, but I, I'm sort of loosely keeping track of the rounds here. Um, so give me a perception check, Jack. There is What you have to see is not so glaringly obvious you see it automatically. Sure. Can I assist or, or help? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm also right there. <laughs> yes, you can. You lean your head over the side, <laughs> craning your wiper and neck around to look at its jaws. Okay. What does your wiper and eyes say? Uh, yeah, well, I hope his wiper and eyes see something more than me. I just fumble. 34. Okay. Why the rest was even Whoa. here? Somebody's got to cast hideous laughter on the worm. I'm just going to say this, but I also, I also made the best, one, um, the best worm concert as well. I, um, I do have hideous laughter in my spellbook. <laughs> Oh, putting your luck. Trying to step on my terrain. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm not nearly so amazing with the the calling of the worm. Yeah, yeah, that that was some pretty lo- silver is impressively loud. No mistake. Okay, so yeah. what do Alagos's wyvern eyes see? Okay. Yeah. So Jack, as Cindermore's mouth opens, what you see in there is the first thing you sense is heat incredible heat, and the second thing you see is flame. Literally going down its throat, there is just this burning wall, portal there, going (sighs) deep down into what you imagine is sort of its stomach, Uh, Mm. and what Jack sees is basically, oh god, that's bright and hot, and I've very much got to hold a hand up over my face to push it away. Yeah, I sort of instinctively recoil, so I don't see very much. Uh, Elagos, you of course also feel the heat and flame and everything, but squint and squint with your wyvern. Elagos, what do your wyvern eyes see? You yeah. squint and look past that, and you can see, effectively, Cindermore's jaws, once you move... Uh, let's see if I can just do it all... Yeah. Um, when you're looking at sort of this bit in the middle, past all the moor and things, mm. it is actively a tunnel of flame, and you can mm. see it flickering slightly in and out of reality. You are a more than accomplished enough spellcaster, and you've got the background to know what this is automatically. This is the portal to the elemental plane mm. of fire. Um, so... Ooh. And what you can see in there, as you look and squint, there is something in there, right at the back, glinting white and clear. It looks like bone of some kind. 
and yet it is surviving the cacophonous inferno that is around it, which tells you, obviously, that's the um, magical trumpet bones, what you were looking for. Mm. So you are not going to be able to just reach a hand in. Someone's going to have to go into the worm. Karen right. volunteers. Um, all right. Let me just get word invoice. Okay. Anon, forsooth, anon. I cannot remain steadfast for long. I see it there within the moor. Anon, I say, on come. And I, like, my wyvern head ducks to, like, point in there and, like, kind of, I, my tail flicks to, like, get in there, Jack. Fast, 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 or indeed anyone else who's close by to see that. Right. This feels right. like a job for a paladin. <laughs> okay, go. Get our own heads into the moor. Yeah. Okay. So, round three, Garin voluntarily yeah. leaps down the giant worm's throat. Yeah. That's what a paladin would do. Rock on. Yep. Uh, Elagos, can you give me another grapple check at this point as someone oh, tries to wrestle away from you? No, I don't want to make another grapple check. <laughs> Roll a natural one, I dare you. Effectively, yeah. at this point, trying to shut his mouth. Make it with that rule. Nah. Even with a crap roll, it's a plus 40. Yeah. Alright, so Cindermore pulls his mouth free from you, and there's a snap of jaws, and. Yeah, no. Nah. Garin, you are suddenly in hell. <laughs> <laughs> As you are heading down, you can feel the musculature of this thing's throat compacting in on you. Uh, does that hit your AC? Yes. Okay, so as you are diving in, just before you have gotten all the way through the jaws, they snap shut as it basically takes its attack of opportunity on you as you go into its mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So you can make attacks of opportunity even though it's helpless? I'm going into its mouth. Oh, it's helpless. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, well, Natasha's hideous laughter is still going helpless. It's not considered... Oh, Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it cannot take take actions. It can take no actions while laughing, but is not considered helpless. Yeah. So, the jaws do indeed snap shut and crunch you slightly on the way in, and then almost instinctively, because you were partway down its throat at this point, it begins to... (laughs) and starts swallowing you, which is a process that you want to go along with, so I'm not going to bother getting you to um, roll. Don't make me do a swim check. (laughs) So, can you take 22 points of crushing damage? Yep. And then what's your... Have you got fire protection things on? Yep. Cool. So he, he's got protection, so he needs to know how much fire damage. Four points of fire damage as it bites you. Uh, immediately followed by another two points of fire damage as you enter its throat. And then you are inside and pulled down into its gullet with everything burning and searing around you. (laughs) And you very much just push and swim your way forward. This is not very difficult because all of Cindermore's momentum and uh, bodily functions are helping you. Yes, the trick is the uh, going the other way. (laughs) 
you are pushed down into it, and you fairly rapidly begin to see this bone in front of you. And as the, as you head towards it, you tumble out of it and find yourself not in Cindermore, but standing on a sheet of what looks like pure fire, with fire whipping all around you and everything. You have followed the portal through to the elemental plane of fire, where sitting basically directly in front of you, just sitting on naked flame, is a horn made of bone. Like grubs it! And who could argue with you? Too many different things to process here. There's a picture of the horn, but I will show you that at a later point. Um, You can always throw it in Discord. Yeah, that would probably be vastly easier. Uh, There we go. Pairing in Discord. So what you actually see is a trumpet made of a pair of horns tied together... um, Beautifully, beautifully master crafted. Nice. That's still terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the, the, the Cindermore face with the, the beady red eyes that's, yeah. <laughs> you have to hand it to Amalia. She did not put these things in the most accessible location. No, she wanted them safe. <laughs> yeah. And safe they are. <laughs> Just not from Daladins. Well, we're the people she wanted to have them. True. But Kelsey Vaughn hasn't found them. Just loading. Anyway, congratulations, Garen. You've always been the kind of guy that runs into the fire, but you've never done it more literally than now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, well done. Looking at how, many damage, how much damage you take per round on the elemental plane of fire. <laughs> okay. And that's effectively round three. Garen dives in, comes up with the horn. You just pick it up, no problem. And indeed, it feels, like, pleasantly cool to the touch. No problem. Mm. Uh, round four, effectively. We did go in whatever order you please at this yeah. point. I imagine I'm, like, I can do other things, but I imagine I'm just kind of trying to keep, trying to wrestle this mouth open. Sure. Yeah, that seems like a pretty useful function. None of the rest of us giant one. Karen's going to radio so? to... Well, the mouth is open. Cool. Current right. runs like hell. <laughs> you're, fishing, you're fishing for crits and ones. Um, so I'm trying to work out if I should jump in there to try and help Garen get back out. Do it. Hey, do the trial. Then you can say to Sister Wante, you've jumped in the mouth of Sister. No, that's okay. I'm, yep. I'm going to, I'm going to be keeping an eye out down its gullet. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get out a rope and hip it down its, into its maw. 
the rope catches fire. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. it's basically just instantly incinerated. Oh my gosh. If you want to drink, you can, um, why don't you grab, why don't you grab my tail and use that to get in? Because you can protect yourself from the Because I've got dimension door. If, yeah. if we get stuck inside its mouth, I can get it back out. Oh, that, that works. So Jack is going to jump into its mouth and try not to get swallowed. I want to stay in its mouth. <laughs> what? This is the most ludicrous adventure ever. I love it. Oh, no. So remember, we did, except for Elagos, we did all pretty much like lower our wisdom scores. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm just going oh to chop and change between people a bit here. Um, yeah. So, Elagos, you basically sit on the thing and wrench its mouth open again. Um, Jack, what you see is just Garin's feet disappearing like he is far, far away from you, and then he quite literally vanishes from sight, and what you can see is almost this tiny little dwarf, like he's miles away. Garin, when your round starts, you are standing on a sheet of pure flame. And I imagine as fast as you can, trying to basically dive back through what you can see is effectively a hole in reality that's looking back out onto a tunnel of fire that suddenly opens into the Cinderlands with a giant wyvern head peering down and then a gnome leaping in after you. Yes. So can you make me a reflex save, presuming that you're just going to try and exit stage left off the elemental plane of fire? Yep. see. Is. Oh, nice. Jim, Lord of Rolling is such a great name for Jared. It really is. You should keep that one. Okay, so you it's succeed in that and take 19 points of fire damage as you dive back in, as the flames okay. sort of lick around you. And congratulations, you are once again inside Cindermore's stomach. A better place to be than the elemental plane. Oh my god. It's, it's really just made for the out of the frying pan and into the fire, isn't it? It really is. So Jack, you're diving down Cindermore's throat with what intention? Uh... Well, my original goal was to stay in the mouth and try and get Garin out when he get. Basically, what I want to do is I want to not go to the elemental plane of fire. Sure. I want to try and touch Garin and dimension door him out. Yeah, you see Garin reappear, no problem. Cool. Okay, I want to try and get to Garin without falling down the the elemental plane of fire portal. Reasonably easily done because um, uh, Garin deliberately went through it. Cool. I'm trying not. I'm trying to go to Garin and not go through it. In the absence of that, Cindermore twice tries to swallow you, and as you're not trying to resist this, there's no yep. opposed grapple check, which I'm sure wouldn't be a foregone conclusion in any way. Cindermore swallows you. Yep. Uh, at which point you start sucking fire damage as well. Yep. Have three points of fire damage. One point of fire damage. <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, Garin, I've got two points of fire, dear. You take another three points of fire damage as you re-emerge into Cindermore's more. <laughs> and then Jack gets pushed down by the stomach muscles to come and join you. <laughs> uh, 
damage. Uh, no, actually, Jack, you are not taking horrible damage here because you are not getting bitten. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I failed my grapple check for Gara and it succeeded on my grapple check for you. Yeah, so this time Elagos holds the mouth open. Yep. Well, you dive down. Um, you are going to have other... You are going to have problems regardless, yeah. but... Um, yeah, look at me making strength checks in the strength adventure. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, and you, the best part is you can re-roll them if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so do I take more damage as I go down at Skullet and wind up next to Garb? Yeah, getting there. Um, sure. Okay, cool. So, as both of you pop out... Uh, well, Garen pops into the worm's stomach. Jack pops out into the worm's stomach. Um, yeah. Both of you are taking, as basically the round ends and Cindermore goes and contracts his stomach, endeavouring to actually eat you at this point. Yep. Uh, so eight damage of that is fire, and the rest is crushing. Okay, so I take another six points on my fire resistance and uh, 24 and lose 24 hit points. Yep. And then we have taken that damage, we have action. Effectively, yeah, the, the next round starts. Cool. So um, that, that damage, that's crushing damage from the stomach? Yes, it's literally gigantic worm muscles going <laughs> on you. Okay, so there's no actual way to, like, it's not the stomach acid, it's just the stomach no. muscles. No, normally there would be stomach acid in here, but in Cindermore's case it's fire instead of acid. Yeah, you're not immune to everything, Adam. No, no, I'm just thinking of lifting of lifting Jack up so she's not taking so much ongoing damage because yeah. that can really mess with spells. It's it's Wait. like being in a tube. That's it's like being stuck in a tube sock that's been beaten with a rolling pin. Yeah, so um, it doesn't really make much of a difference if I um, try that or not. Garen's just trying to reach out for. Yeah, can I just ask, because um, if this is a new round, I have to make another grapple check to keep it open. Did you tell me about your dimension door plan? Because if you did, um, theoretically, I can drop the mouth. I can sh- let it shut because you're getting out this round, hopefully. Well, um, uh, I think it was more of a spur of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to jump back out, out with magic. Hopefully you'll see us again soon, Jack says quickly as she jumps in. Cool, thank you. Um, basically, the message here is if you don't see us in a couple of rounds, the plan didn't work. Open the mouth. <laughs> yep, okay. Um, so what kind of spell casting check, concentration type thing does Jack have to do to cast the spell inside um, Cindermore's maw, so inside Cindermore's belly? The good news is that Dimension Door only has verbal components. You just need to say a word. So the fact that you're being grappled does not prevent it. Uh, that is good news. 
Question is, are you taking continuous damage? Yes. <laughs> GM's looking. Uh, per round. Yeah, per, pretty much. So I need to make a concentration you check? You do need to make a concentration check. Oh, crap. Super great at that. Yeah. It can't... It, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Whoops. Yeah. Do I lose the spell? Or do I just have to try again? Uh, if the concentration the spell, check. I believe. The concentration check fails. The action automatically fails and is wasted. If you were in process of casting a spell, the spell is lost. Okay, I cannot... The, this plan has therefore failed. Okay. That was a really good idea. I didn't uh, realise that was going to be the, the case. Ah, uh, damn it. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I think that round passes because people on the outside don't know that we're trying that that this has failed, and then next round we don't appear and people can. Theoretically, uh, okay. I can know that it's failed with a perception check given that the mouth's open. Yeah, no, I mean, Elagos, do you want to give me another grapple check at this point? Okay. See whether it's open or shut. Oh, this is so tight. And yeah, at at that, its mouth shuts, but not before you can see Jack endeavors to cast this. Gets bang, 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 bang. Oh God! Turns, swirls, near passes out, and then mm. um, seem doesn't seem to finish casting her spell successfully. Hey, wait! I think I might have a scroll of dimension door. <laughs> Do you really think that's going to work? No, um, I don't think I can cast the scroll of dimension. I don't think okay. I can make a concentration check. So, uh, Anon, Anon, our fellows be trapped in its jaws. Its jaws, the jaws still open. I can, I can go and get them out, uh, with teleport. No, they are not, in fact, open. <laughs> yeah, I uh, guess damn it. And I point oh, out, man. Lucy, you will have the same problem that Jack has. Uh, my concentration is super good. Ah, uh, but teleport also has somatic components, doesn't it? It does. Which means you cannot use it while you are being grappled. Oh no, Dang my it. apologies. Teleport does not have somatic components. It has only verbal well, components. Actually, while you guys are working at it out, I'm just gonna go. And oh, it doesn't. Yay. My tea. Okay. Okay. okay so, right so, my my plan. <laughs> I, I go in, grab you guys out with teleport. <laughs> Magical solution all the way around. So with a teleport, right? I can actually go in with teleport as well, right? Yeah, but it's like coming out that hard part. Yeah. And it's also pretty risky to teleport in because it's a very precise, there's a lot of things that can go around with the teleport. That is true. Um, it might be easier if I can walk in somehow. Um, well, you can try and see if Elagos can get the mouth open again next round. Yeah, okay. Rounds <laughs> have we got left, Jared? And that was how the entire party voluntarily threw themselves <laughs> down the purple worm's throat. Six to go yeah. by my count. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this other thing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up there. 
It's it's too incapacitated, right? Yeah. Can I, in, in theory, it thinks this uh, is hilarious. To, it's laughing primarily. <laughs> try to charm it as well. <laughs> uh, yes, you can. Um, I don't believe one overwrites the other. So what you end up so, with is a thing that wants to be your so, friend but is still lying on the ground laughing. Laughing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna cast charm monster on it. So that's uh, fourth level spell. Yep. Uh, and I have to cast wild magic. <laughs> it sells up. Roll a d100. It's going to be fun. Okay. Uh, 100. Uh, actually, our d20 first. I'm thinking that it's fourth level spell. That is a pass. I'm, I'm pretty sure. On an 11? Yeah. Oh, right, because you add your modifier. Okay. Uh-huh. I, um, hey, okay. and that, with that, I'm going to cast Charm Monster. So, another one um, says the purple so one. How does that work? Is it like... So, so Lucy's standing there going, casting this spell going... Hello, friendo. Can you be? <laughs> can I be your friend? Does she make a wild magic check? Yeah, I passed. Do wild magic check. The word right. makes a sixteen on save, which I imagine will not be enough. Uh, it's a fourth level spell, so it is not enough. Yep. So it is charmed by you. It wants to be your friend. <gasps> oh, would you please open your mouth to your wife? Do you know? Uh, Friend, you know, <laughs> you have such beautiful teeth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, the better to eat you, my dear. Except that it is not capable of voluntarily taking actions. Ah, so, oh, damn it! No, it, it can't open its mouth until the hideous laughter wears off. Okay, can hideous laughter be dis? Um, unspelled by... Um, dismissed. Yeah, dismissed by Silver? No, in fact, it can't. <laughs> it's not a dismissible spell. Oh, damn it. It's not a dismissible spell. Uh, the charm monster will long, long, long outlast that. That is true, that is true. But I don't want my friends to take a lot of damage. Yeah, that is a small problem. Um, Just a question. Can you get assists in grapples? Yes, absolutely. Um... <laughs> I cannot assist with Gravel. No, I get that. Um, Silver could, though. Yeah. 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 Minstrel, aid me! Minstrel? <laughs> I'm rolling a Gravel, am I? Yeah. Hey. So, we, a new round begins? A new round begins. Oh my okay. god. Let's start with seeing how their grapple goes and then we can take stomach damage and try to get out of there. CMB, says CMB? Yep. What does that stand for? Combat maneuver. We already bonus. had this conversation in the previous session. Same thing it did last session. Cool. So you achieve a plus two yeah. to Elagos, which does not help him in any way. <laughs> yeah, but the thing rolled a 51, so. Yes. Oh. Okay. But you, you're going to be, you're okay, going so to how many, how many rounds left on Hideous Laughter? There's five more. Uh, that's too long. Um, we'll, we'll just keep trying. Um, yeah. so Garen and I take stomach damage and then see if we can 
try and get it back into its mouth? Yeah, so effectively, what you two are looking at is, for starters, you get crunched again. Yep. Um, which... Is that? Eight of that is fire again. Yep, so... We need to work and dispel the magical spell of the t- um, Tasha said. I I have to spell magic. Yeah, but that was that might, can you target that just to the hideous laughter? No, it is not all the charm monster as well. Yeah, might be a worthwhile trade. Lewis, you could cast it again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but how how good did it do it save? Let's see how this goes. Okay, um, so... Alright, anyway, what can the two of us inside the belly do? So, your two options, or your three options, are you can get out by some external methodology like teleporting or whatever. You can try and effectively claw your way back up and jump back out its mouth, which is grappling. Mm-hmm. Or you can cut your way out. Wherein you stop pissing around with trying to get past its um, mouth and just cut a hole in its belly and jump out that way. Would that kill it? No. Uh, the so stomach muscles will, in fact, close it up so rap- very rapidly to the extent that all it does is gets you out of swallowing. It doesn't actually um, damage it. How much room do we have to move around? Uh, oh, oh, certainly five, five or ten feet. I would think it's a. Um, it's a gigantic, okay. gargantuan creature. Can we induce vomiting? How do you intend to do so? Well, it's basically got fire as uh, stomach instead of stomach acid, right? Yeah. So if we mess with that, it should give it a really sore stomach to the point it might vomit us out. I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you're intending to get there. Okay. Like, what um, are you going to do to this fire that's going to create that effect? Um, do you... I don't know if it was... I'm trying to remember if it was this campaign or not. Which campaign was it where we had those bottles of anti-fire? Uh, I have a bottle of quenching. I can tip a whole lot of water around in here. Yes! Unleash that! <laughs> Um, can I ask the GM a question? The GM is slightly dead, but yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> um, does does the fire in the account as magical fire or just fire? It is absolutely magical fire. Okay. And while while Jack's doing the uh, bottle quenching, um, Garen's just going to hit as much of the stomach with his hammer as hard as possible. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that this won't kill it, for that matter. I mean, um, this sounds pretty nasty to it, tipping all this water in here. Well, we're just trying to make it vomit us out. We're not trying to... We're not. I don't think it would actually kill it. Well, I guess we'll find out... just like having a food poisoning. <laughs> what, what's your assess... Can I make an assessment on whether this will kill Cindermore? Uh... Heal? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's either that or knowledge physics. <laughs> knowledge what the shit. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay, so untrained knowledge for the win. Wow, <laughs> great year. Yeah. Any sort of like lesser water source, like um, emptying your um, your water skin into this, is going to do nothing. The heat will literally yeah. evaporate the water before it can do anything. The decanter, on the other hand, is a fire hose. Um, so that will do something. So you think, Jack, that this plan will actually work? Um, the likeliest outcome is Cindermore will vomit you up. If it's bone dumb, it might not, but you're not actually expecting that because you don't think it's bone dumb. Um, what you are going to do, however, is in process of this, turn all this fire into steam which is going to hurt like fuck before you get out of here. Right. So it's a, okay. it's a perfectly valid plan. It is not a safe plan. Are they going to take heat damage from the steam? Yes. Which will be, so, which will be um, soaked by the protection and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's cool. All, it's all heat then damage. Then let's... And, and I don't think <sighs> this will kill the worm. I think it will probably throw, it, throw us up and it will be okay. Correct. You think it will make the worm sick and unhappy, but that's a very far cry from dead. Cool. And I'm going to be dead in about two rounds. So decanter. Uh, the decanter. Oh, jeez. As she taps the decanter, um, Garen's going to spend some uh, his healing hands on her. Uh, Can I try to dispel the... Um, Hideous laughter. Can I direct my dispel? Can we just see if this decanter thing okay. works? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, let's see. I'm level, uh, so that's 11 plus 3. So, Jack has 33 hit points back just before she, um, unleashes the decanter. Yeah. Cool. Alright. So, I'm relatively fine. Good. That's a shit ton of hit points. Yeah. <laughs> Adam? That doesn't, that, does that require somatic stuff? Uh, no, just, it's, a um, lay on hands. I just don't touch it's her. It's magic. So he's, yeah. he's not casting a spell, he's using his innate, um, divine connection effectively. Sweet. So no, one of the, one of the joys of lay on hands is it's much crappier healing than cure light wounds, but you explicitly don't provoke or anything of the sort doing it. Mm-hmm. Alright, last, last go back out into the light. <laughs> Come on, beastie. You don't want to eat us. Squirt, 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 squirt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the GM is crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Overcomplicated magical solutions to simple problems. I think at this point you have set a new <laughs> record for, for how ludicrously convoluted this got. <laughs> Alright. plan is quite simple. Jump into the evil... Jump into the giant worm, grab the artifact, and get out again. Oh, yes, the, the, plan. The, the bard makes the worm laugh. The bard performs <laughs> a noise concert. They make the worm laugh hysterically. The wizard turns himself into a wyvern, bites the thing's mouth open. The paladin jumps into the mouth, goes to the elemental plane of fire, retrieves the horn. The, wiz- the rogue wizard jumps into the thing's mouth, fails to cast Dimension Door, and then fire hoses the thing with a really expensive magical item to get this bit of homicidal up. Well, Garrett's part of the plan was quite simple. It was everybody else. 
My part was pretty simple. <laughs> I think the part where you turned into a wyvern and made the grapple check counts as an overcomplicated metaphor. Well, I thought I was going to have to fight this thing. No, I, my solution was by far the best. In all fit, yeah, Lucy's but plan nobody, nobody let me do spell for its intended purpose. Um, and their plan would have worked if it wasn't for their meddling bards. <laughs> Oh. Then a silver stopped attacking us and enabled to jump into its mouth in the first place together with Team Wyvern Grapple. Thank you. Oh, no, no, I'm having heaps of fun. <laughs> well, what can I say except you're welcome? Oh my god. I could Shakespeare could have dreamed this up. Or it's good Oh my god, I hope you guys are not dead. <laughs> All right. No, we're just going to be, you know, out of the things else with, you know, Flaming vomit. <laughs> so, Jack, at this point, you uncork the decanter of endless water and shout the command word into the flame that produces it on um, stream. Oh my god! Mode. Yeah. And suddenly so you are pouring. Tightly, a- so it comes out with me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm holding the decanter tightly as it squirts water around, so that if it does vomit me up, I take the decanter with me. I can believe you are attempting to do that. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, <laughs> oh my god. GM a sanity check break. Yeah. Okay. Please hold as the GM has an aneurysm. <laughs> Several things. Uh, both you and Garin take two points of damage as you are smashed back into the side of Cindermore's stomach by the force of the geyser. Nice. Yep. Um, you and Garen can both make me a strength check to hang on to this thing and use it like a jetpack to sort of boost your. <laughs> I'm super glad Garen's here oh to help a strength check. In fact, uh, Garen, what, do we both need to make independent strength checks, or can he be the primary and I assist? Uh, I'm perfectly happy with that. You're, what you want to do is just roll a d20 plus your strength because the sheet won't do it for you. Yeah. So d20 plus. Hang on, my full strength. My full strength again. Nice. Okay. So. Something more than Karen. Jack, miraculously, you managed to hang on to the bottle knowing that this is your way out. <laughs> and what you suddenly find yourself riding is this geyser of superheated steam that goes... <laughs> and is suddenly all around you. Uh, everyone else that is at its mouth sees Cindermore <laughs> vibrating oh with laughter. God. The laughter it's is suddenly back. temporarily <laughs> overridden <laughs> by a... <laughs> And then the mouth is flung open and there is a <laughs> as oh my gosh. flame, superheated water and steam comes boiling out in this gigantic cone. Uh, can everybody give me a reflex save? Elagos at a plus five, Jack and Garen at a minus five. Sure. I'm just going to roll the save and then I'll add my minus five. Yeah. This is terrible. Oh as, oh, so that's 16? Functionally. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I rolled one. Yeah. 
I got a, I got, um, it was a minus five. I got a 16. Oh, same as Karen. Nice. This is not what I expected. <laughs> so, Lucy, you are turning tail to bolt and move away yeah. from this when you were just caught on the backside by this <laughs> in what I'm sure is famous in hentai somewhere. You are sprayed with gallons and gallons and gallons of the worm's internal fluids. Uh, as everyone barring silver fails that. <laughs> yep. And takes 33 points of fire damage. Silver, you were taking half that. Oh, okay, so I'm taking... Oh, thank God it's fire damage. Uh, yeah. so Lucy takes three points of damage if everyone else adds it to their protection. Alright, so... Yep. Nice. And Cinderball vomits us up. Cinderball does indeed vomit <laughs> you up. <laughs> Holding on Please to a decanter. You have the horn. <laughs> yes. Holding on to a horn with one hand, a decanter of endless water with the other, that I assume at this point you basically shout at and hastily cork. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my plan now is to let go of the mouth and use my action to come up and grab them and take off. Yep. And move yep. them away from Cindermore. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to argue with. Collecting the other two, if I can. Yep. <laughs> I'm huge. I have um, 29 strength. I'm no, sure. Um, 35 strength, sorry. Nice. I'm sure you have so, no difficulty whatsoever in picking them up. And as the the staggering and covered in steam and bile, uh, we scramble onto the wyvern back and carrying our decanter of it. Now, um... Uh, and the mighty horn that the paladin has rested, we take off into the sky, completing the most overcomplicated plan to retrieve a magical object ever. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't and do so that. And so then I'm going to pick up um, Silver and Lucy in my claws and fly hell for leather towards our way of fucking child war. Yeah. And the culture is just off in the distance with the horses just shaking his head. <laughs> I thank you. I think Cindermore might hold a grudge here. <laughs> well, the thing is, is the worm going to follow us? No, in fact, no. it isn't. Oh, that's no, because this is like, bye-bye, my friend, don't follow <laughs> us. <laughs> it can never be between the two of us. Vibrate, oh vibrate, vibrate for several more rounds, and then as you are sort of flying off or running off on the horses as fast as you can, Lucy, you see Cindermore rear up behind you and go, <laughs> just spray a gout of huge flame into the air again in what you think is a friendly way? <laughs> like it's it's waving goodbye to you, it's dear friend. Bye-bye, oh, friend all. Because <laughs> for the next um, 11, 12 days, Cindermore is your friend. <laughs> mouth and have some fun. Oh, God. Oh so, um, who needs non-fire-related healing? Oh, Garen, please. Okay. I'm largely fine, thanks to Garen. Uh, so how much damage are you looking at? Uh, 84 points. 
Whoa. Ouch. I only have 23 left. <laughs> yeah, he had the guy okay. trying to flatten down on him, though, so that's why. So, um, let me just do this. So, so Jared, when, when they Sean to pay jump inside of... How far in are they going? Uh, into its yeah. mouth and then back out again. Yes, yeah, just into the mouth and that's it. Not that I mean, obviously Amalia Isoflame went further because she actually went into the elemental plane of fire, dropped the thing there and came back again. Uh, so um, it's 30 plus 50%. So 45. Yep. So, um, while the woman is flying, the spectral hand appears <laughs> beside Garden and touches the shoulder. <laughs> wow, there's, there's in-flight massage on air wiper. <laughs> well, I'd had it in case I needed to, like, neutralize poison on multiple people while I was woman fighting. Wouldn't it be nice if it had ever gotten to use its poison? <laughs> Or do anything of any kind. <laughs> I'm sorry that we didn't want to be killed by a giant wyvern. Yeah, I mean, it's well, only the second boss battle in a row that we've kind of nuked. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Rub it in. <laughs> the next fight is going... When you, when you win too many times, ends, the bad guys start riding in on dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> I'm enjoying my animal. Like, we're riding away on a dinosaur <laughs> Then send them all with his nine levels of mystic theos suddenly transformed. <laughs> oh, God, it's a teleporting dialworm. Uh, yeah, so I want revenge, I'm just saying. So, I can kill it, but, you know, I think it's going to remember us. Probably so this, this giant wyvern is heading for Dakota and then does this landing and then suddenly it's like uh, Alagos sitting down on the, the desert, the desert rocks and everyone's kind of sitting there in a giant pile of like freaked out, exhausted, exhilarated, <laughs> laughing, whatever combination. So yes. what happens there? Ulysses covered in stomach fluid. Yeah, so we'll clean her up. It's fine. We're, we're all covered in stomach fluid. We need to clean all of us. Yeah, yeah that's fine. There's plenty yeah. to go around. So do you need another heal, um, Adam? Are you good? Uh, I'm at 68 of 107. So if you've got the spare heal, then yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Figuring out the heels and um, in the advanced dice roll. Yeah, Lord. Can't believe that. We're all going to go in, and I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah, that plus 19 plus 50% hit points back to Adam? That's 28. Yeah, Adam's our resident math genius. Yeah, so you have you heal another twenty-eight. Happier? Yes, much happier. Yay! <laughs> yeah. And Nakoda is of course not particularly alarmed by the wyvern landing because he's seen it, it was Elagos and then it was a wyvern, so magic yeah. obviously. Yeah. But he's just kind of staring at this with this <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> expression on his face. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I'm 
as soon as Silver gets off Elagos, he's on the floor laughing. <laughs> that, uh, that, that wasn't quite how the, the Shuante usually d- 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 was, was that worm, um, laughing? For you, that was the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. But for us, it was Toyo's Day. I told her this fantastic story about the other day when the worm walked to the bar <laughs> and, and ate it all and blah, 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 and hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. He couldn't handle himself. Yeah, Karen's actually a bit quickly. Yet, nay, it was says, t'was not as jocular as bears on wheels. I think the important thing is we're all still alive, which I frankly am quite surprised about. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get on the horses and get out of here before Cindermore decides that it's not Lucy's friend anymore. Oh, verily, young Gadling, verily. But well done, everybody. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, God. And we get on our horses and stagger out of Dodge. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, his suggestion about the decanter of endless water, Adam. Yeah, that was amazing. (laughs) That's right, it was you who suggested making it vomit and me who remembered that I had the decanter. The team effort. Yep, Yep. teamwork. Oh, I hate you all so much. (laughs) (laughs) And we've done our job. I can't believe I actually made some of those grapple checks. You made it. It's grapple is just fucking lunatic. Running all those grapple checks, that that was crazy. Mm. (sighs) Because like Elagos was rolling like twenties, and the the worm was 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 rolling like twos and threes. Yeah, it's like what the hell? You're making all these checks. Yeah, it's it's a growth level rolling. Oh, you you people have killed me. You have killed. (laughs) Not not that you're doing it wrong per se. I'm just sort of. Falling off the chair. <laughs> that's that's because Silver Rose cast hideous laughter on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the best part is, with Silver being the party bard, it's his job after the campaign ends to tell our story, and he has yeah. to make this sound reasonably <laughs> believable. Yeah, I think we might want to get yeah, the it's, just it's not a, it's not a call of. of, of of making the story interesting. It's a call of making it believe. I think we might want to get Nakoda to just say, yep, I saw them. They jumped into the worms more and they came back out and not go into how we managed that in detail. Thousand Bones is surely going to ask. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you did it. I, yeah. That was... I, I was expecting... To say amazing, but more amusing than amazing. Maybe a little Man. both. <laughs> Amazingly yeah, amusing. I'm 20 kills. It's just going to burst out laughing. 
I'm pretty attached to for you. That was the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. But for us, it was toils today. Yeah. <laughs> Nakoda is is really caught somewhere between being um, completely horrified by your um, your. I'm looking for here. Um, you, you sort of total disrespect towards the Shawante icon and being completely amused as well. <laughs> if we had a song like the Lay of Basil Bennett, uh, the Lay of Basil Bloody Hand, this would be an excellent thing for a couple of stanzas on. <laughs> yeah, um, the, guess what? The module would be respectful for, for, for the more as well. Like, we didn't want to hurt it. We we wanted to do it all properly, hmm. and then Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> yeah, after a day, it'll be fine. I am, now. Record, I am so glad I taught Silver Ignan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was clearly the crucial, the crucial part of our strategy. I'm oh glad we walked gosh. a canter of endless water in case I ever get swallowed by a giant worm and need to make it fall. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, getting swallowed by things is actually relatively common in D&D. Kaelin's been down things gullets like four times. So if I get swallowed by anything else, I'm trying this plan. <laughs> it only works if it's full of fire to start with. <laughs> Although many things may not like a geyser of fire hose of water in their stomach. True. <laughs> wow, that was... I guess oh, I got, tell us about all the things the worm was going to do to us, Jared. Would that make you feel better? I got, I got nothing. I, I, just, I got nothing. <laughs> oh, man. You, you need to send this session to the uh, guy who finds this adventure path so you can hear what we did. So you can cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. In order to repeat ancient tradition and properly display bravery, only one PC needs to be eaten by the worm. <laughs> well, we did it twice. <laughs> yes, 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 you did. We, we might not be getting respect points from the show text. Oh, no, no, you totally are. <laughs> I'm just... Hey, I got polymorph. It was pretty awesome. It's my first polymorph. Yay! Yeah, that was great. Yeah. It feels like you've done it before because you've done so many, like, summoning giant monsters. Yeah, yeah. it does. It, well, it's got a very cool theme going on of the, and then a giant monster appears. Yeah. Although I bet you weren't planning on turning it's into a very cool theme of, oh no, no, I'm with a mistake, you know. <laughs> He's just sitting there, smoking. Like, yeah. He's not even armed. It's, it's that whole, like, Asian trope <laughs> from Kung Fu movies. Yeah. yeah stroking the beard. Fear hmm. the little old man. Yeah. Oh, yes. For yeah. he might turn into a wyvern and perform emergency gnome-based dental surgery <laughs> on you. <laughs> yep. Uh, secret fear. That, that whole thing, Jared. Were we were we supposed to like knock it unconscious or what? We're supposed to do anything but that. I assumed it was supposed to make the strength checks to try and like get in. Uh, so, like all of us called in our person and then one of our centers. Oh, yeah, because everything in this adventure has a ridiculous strength check component. 
there's, there's innumerable ways in which you could do it, some of which you did. Because, um, you know, you don't have to beat its strength to get into its mouth. You can just get it to swallow you. Yeah, by befriending it. <laughs> yeah, or by looking tasty or getting you to get, or beating it up a bit so it, it feels inclined to swallow you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my vague plan at the start of that fight was, like, to distract it and, like, harry it while other people, like, got the thing. But, yeah, that wasn't where that, that fight went at all. Yeah. <laughs> Wondering if we should make a tactical plan in advance. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. even like even I came into it and I was like I didn't even think about Tasha's hideous laughter, but I was like, would it work? And I had to look it up and it's like there's nothing that suggests that I can't use this on this beast, except for the fact that I'm not obviously a, a giant fireworm, so my joke isn't quite as funny as it could have been. But the joke was still pretty freaking awesome. Because I could speak Eggman, which is what it's... So it kind of got what was going on. You're the most hilarious comedian Cinder Moore has ever seen. In his long, long life. The bard, being a bard's awesome. Yes. And it was the best rock concert I could possibly do, too, because I rolled a natural 20. I still think I was on freaking point, bitches. I still can't believe I. It was like, oh, you failed the divination check. Oh, oh. Wait, no, you succeeded. Just yay! <laughs> Tell us where the thing is, please. Yeah, well, if we'd been doing it at the table, it wouldn't have been a problem because it would have popped up eighty-one on the dice. Not gone. Yeah, okay, cool. You're good. Hmm. I love my divination. <laughs> it's so useful. It's like, plot, I need help. <laughs> Get me to the next plot point. <laughs> yeah, I've just, I've, I've got, I've got nothing here. You, you have, you have completely killed the GM in a good way. <laughs> Man, I, I just love the fact that you've got to have later on to your reactions to this when you go to edit it. I assume we're done with Rule 20? Uh, Yes, we are indeed. Um, So I will just briefly do some paperwork to conclude. Um, On the presumption that um, at some point uh, Thousand Bones is going to um, ask you about this, um, and, you know, Nakoda will talk, and that's like this will disseminate to the Shawante in some fashion or another sooner or later. Uh, you have successfully recreated Cindermore's legend observed by a Shawante. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have been swallowed. You have come out play? again. You have, yeah. you have come out conscious and alive again. Yes. Which is more respect points. Uh, I, I am not, I fear, going to give you the one that you have done so in a way that seems dignified and in keeping with the Shawante <laughs> tradition. That's fair. I was super dignified. Uh, however, that nets you a grand total of three more respect points, which brings you to 22 on my count. Nice. Um, and at that point, Nakoda will sort of look at you all. He sort of wipes the last of the laughter away from his face, and he says, we have to, we have to tell Thousand Bones and the others what, what happened here. Uh, we have to tell them really? we succeeded, he says, pointing at the, the horns. 
among other things. Um, but the Shuante will want to know. I I could count on one hand the amount of people I know that have replicated Amalia Eyes of Flame's feet. I, I, <coughs> I don't think anyone's done it quite like that. <laughs> I um, forsooth might he uh, discard the he thinks about this fiddle faddle I don't think that's going to be possible Thousand Bones will very much want to know exactly how you accomplish this people have tried a wide variety of different hunters tricks to pull off this hourglasses Honest Gus is going to light his pipe and sigh. <laughs> Silver has a big grin on his face. <laughs> and if you can pull this off, well, it, it just might make a difference in the war. And the little respectometer comes up and goes padding. Yay! Uh, you have passed 20. Uh, Shawante become actively helpful to you as opposed to merely indifferent to you at this point. Oh, yeah, they want to shake our heads after hearing that story. <laughs> nice. Um, and you have hit enough respect to make a difference in the in the oncoming war. Mm. Although how is a matter for the future. But, um, yes, you have passed the respect threshold. Hey. <laughs> so, I do more, but... but you guys have just completely fucking killed me at this point. So you, your, your respect goes up and we will see what the fuck happens from there. You look at the prize that you, that Garin is holding in his hand that he feels like is his now. The horn. Oh. Yeah. Like you can't yeah. get rid of it. And we will see what happens next from there. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum. <laughs>